Guess who's back? It's Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And this is episode 101. We've been gone for about two months. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It took us that long to watch five brand new 4K movies. And that's what we decided we're going to do. I know on our finale episode, we had made mention that we might do it after 10, but we found that that's too many to remember. (laughs) Yeah, that, (laughs) and then it takes forever. Like one episode is way too long. So Right. So we will be discussing these five a little bit more than in the quick release 10 way thing we did last time but not too much more we're not going to go in depth on these but we'll discuss a little more and as you notice our new title since there's going to be five movies is a moosh up i'm going to call it (laughs) for example (laughs) this will give you some idea if you just see the title if you want to guess what we're covering but for example the title of this episode is going to be a quiet black spider thing on Elysium. <laughs> so we're going to come up with a catchy title that has a word from one of the movies we're covering like that. I think it's pretty neat. Gives you some sort of idea. All right. You ready, Lady Phantom, to get into this? Five. I'm ready. We do have one request in here also. So that's kind of neat, huh? Yep. And we're going to start out with... One we just got done seeing. A Quiet Place, part two. These are going to be listed in alphabetical order is how we're going to review them. Okay. So, Miss Phantom, read that little description there. Following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sand path. Yes. Now, we covered A Quiet Place, the original, on episode 89. If you missed that, catch up on that. And I'll just recap there. I rated it a 5. The Phantom rated it an 8. And we both came in with B pluses on the disc. I wasn't excited to watch this. (laughs) I was. I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I just had so many things that bothered me. They said no sound, but they can walk and stuff. But anyway, I think we're probably going to get into more on that in this. It is a creature film. It surprisingly started as a prequel, Lady Finn. Yeah, it just gave us a glimpse at day one how it all started and i about that i just want to say that it is the best cold open i've seen in a long time krasinski is in it which we thought he wasn't in it yeah so he has a part in this bit so after this little prequel on how it started you get up to where the first one left off and they're in the house the fathers died and they're just leaving the house with the baby and walking down the train tracks yeah looking for other people i guess yeah uh, the girl saw a fire like from from the part where the corn thing was 
she saw like a like a beacon like they had and i think they're going that way precisely right so more of the same here lady phantom it's a creature flick you do learn a little bit by the beginning they are aliens we could say i mean they never discussed it in the first one but yeah i mean you thought they were anyway but yeah uh-huh. they're aliens because there's a little clip in the beginning yep a lot of the same as in the first one what i will say lady phantom because it's just about this family surviving they come across one of their friends they knew a year or so back from this little town they live in outside of new york city and i will say i'll start with some positives here and i want to try to keep around each review with the 4k around 10 minutes so we're going to have pretty much the same timed episode it should be anywhere between 40 and 60 minutes to keep it consistent with our show so good things this one's more tense it's yes. a little more scary than the first one. Yes. And the sound's quite a bit better, in my opinion. Which is an advance. Because, I mean, the first one's the sound, it was really good in the first one. But here, yeah, you can see uh, an improvement. And that's saying something. Well, there's a lot more quiet parts in the first one. Yes. This one does do that. There's times when her hearing aid falls out, which isn't really a hearing aid because she can't hear. But it gives her some vibrations, I would presume. Yeah, it is a cochlear implant. So there is times where it goes completely to nothing, no sound. There's a little more talk in here because where they end up, they end up in a vault. So there's a little more dialogue than the first one in this one. Yeah. Not enough, in my opinion, but it is there. But the actual impact, of the sound is felt way more in this one there's a lot more tense parts a lot more creature interactions and several more out of the blue interactions which catch you off guard oh my like i don't know how many times i jumped in this movie it worked to me it worked very very well and i do want to mention Killian Murphy is uh, the friend that you mentioned before, and he is at his very best in this movie. I've seen him quite a lot, and this is, I think, to my taste, his best movie, his best performance. Yeah, I don't know the guy, but the girl's the star in this whole series to me, the young girl. She's excellent. Do you know her real name? Millicent Simmons, yeah. Okay, yeah. She, I would really say the star because she takes it on her own to try to find people and to get out of these dangerous situations, to try to find sort of like a paradise or something where people can talk and go along more normal stuff. And (laughs) this girl gets a lot of people killed. But anyway, (laughs) she has good intentions, though. Some big faults in this movie, again, to me, they just have it both ways in this series where they're just so silent and then they make little noises and keep making noises and nothing happens. Like they come around, but like you got the impression in the first one, like one little noise and they're taken away, just like how their boy died. 
And in this one, there happened so many times. This boy steps in a bear trap, and oh my God, like this scene plays out, and of course, they escape it. I mean, this ain't no spoiler. But the monster shows up. Yeah, of course. But, you know, they always make it like shh. They do the shushing thing again, and then there's noise, and it just doesn't. F- I mean, they made the rules, I didn't. they're the ones who's saying you got to walk in bare feet not to make noise on gravel and stuff but then the killian murphy character is wearing boots so and i was said i would be wearing boots in this situation too but there's some problems and i have problems with this i have problems with the series but do you have any negatives before i get to my rating Mm, i would say two things one, there is a part, and it's not a spoiler because it says it in the... I don't know why they would even go there, but yeah, I mean, these people realize that the monsters are not the only threat. Like, there's a group there, you know, that that is looking to do some mischief. But that, it's it's so there i mean they encounter them and they're just there and they are only there for the for the monsters to make an appearance and that's it yeah it's for kills and all these movies like this do this lady phantom walking dead series two was exactly about this you know it's not just the monsters it's the humans i mean there's always a, a a thing where you realize that typically other human beings are the biggest threat, not necessarily just the monsters in the movie. Only that these ones, they were just there for that, you know, to get kills. And that's it. And part of it, I don't like it because they could very well have done away with them. Like they didn't serve any purpose whatsoever. And at the same time, I'm glad they didn't go any deeper into that because I don't care about other people. I care about the monsters, so I'm kind of divided there. And another thing that I'm not very, very excited about was the ending because they left it very open-ended again. And that was also a problem I had with the first one. I wouldn't say the first one was that much of an open ending. It was a conclusion to the scenario they had got themselves into yeah but this without, is definitely part three is coming yeah exactly but there wasn't um yes it was a conclusion to the scenario there they were in but there was no closure for the movie itself and which there means never would be in a sequel, movie like exactly this. so I, I was not very crazy about that That's okay all. and finally the animation again is hit or miss sometimes it looks great but when they go to the wide angles and it's jabbing people and stuff very animatronic and digital i liked it i was good for the most part all right there was only one scene where there is like a pool of blood somewhere and it looked very cgi but that was it to me yes all right lady phantom i'm gonna go a little bit higher than the first one because i think this was a little more scary and more tense there was less downtime the first one had a lot of nothing going on for a lot of minutes a lot of times in the movie this one not so much there is times when it's kind of boring i thought when they're you know in a barn or something and discussing things but it's pretty action oriented for the most part i enjoyed this one more than the first one since i knew the world they created 
The acting was stellar by everybody. That I really appreciated, and the sound. So I'm going to give this a six. I think this is a definite rental for you. And on the 4K side, do you want to get your rating first? Because I don't want to, we're getting a little long on this first one. Yeah, I also enjoyed it more than the first one. And to me, it's an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. So she's oh, it's a, buy. a half a point higher and I'm a whole point higher. All right. With the 4K, we both rated the B plus on the first one. I think this falls right in line with the first one. It's an excellent 4K disc. Black level's great. Sound was better because there's more of it. There's more action scenes. There's more of these growls and this high-pitched noise that the girl figures out that affects them. And that does happen too much in this movie. And you'd probably figure that's where it's going to go. This has something to do with it. And it is kind of repetitive. I'm glad I seen this movie, but I mean, I don't want to see any more because they're not adding nothing really to them. It's just more of the same. But on the disc front, I'm getting off topic here. I'm sticking the same with the first one. It's not demo worthy, but it is great. Yes. It is a solid B plus. If this is your style film, buy it now. I agree. Yeah. Excellent. And the sound, the, the, it, it just shines. Everything, like all the surrounds, the everything, like it, it's, it's a great, great disc. On to number two review. And this is one I picked up because I couldn't wait to see it. I'd never heard of this movie. And it's one of the 4K YouTubers was saying it was a demo disc early in the year. Well, I can just say it's not a demo disc before that. It's a good disc, but not a demo disc. But our second one's going to be Elysium from 2013, Lady Phantom. And what does that description say? In the year 2154, the very wealthy live on a man-made space station while the rest of the population resides on a ruined Earth. A man takes on a mission that could bring equality to the polarized worlds. Yeah, this story fascinated me. I'd never heard of this movie before this year, and it stars Matt Damon. It's another apocalyptic-type movie that you know the Phantom and I have been really sick of over the I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Oh, you're not? Well, I'm sick of these because they're all the same to me. Something on Earth and somebody somewhere. I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, Earth is in ruins and it looks like a slum and they're trying to get out. And those are supposedly the low class people and the good people or the rich people or whatever you want to say. They're off somewhere else living life up. More of the same with this movie. And I just found this movie pretty boring and I found Matt Damon not interesting at all to me in this he plays this emotionless character to me do you know what i'm saying lady phantom like he has no arc he's just this guy that's been in trouble and he's really like laid back and he's trying to find ways to do good like to improve Uh his life and he just don't have an arc and he don't portray an arc to me in this movie and 
it stays on Matt Damon a lot in this movie. It's, I don't know, even the other stars, Lady Phantom. Let's look them up here. Oh, yeah, Jodie Foster. She is up in this world above Earth, like hovering mm-hmm. in a ship or... Elysium. Yeah, it's not even a ship. It is it is a ship, but it's not like what they allude to is this like a fantasy space world. It's yeah. like a space station. It's so beautiful and vibrant colors, but you can actually see it if you look up and you're on, you know, Earth. in the States. Yeah, if you're on Earth, you can see it from there, and it's called Elysium. And everybody wants to get there because you got food and everything's great and health. And they do have some cool technology in this where they can cure people from disease and stuff with machines. Yeah, they can heal someone from a horrible disease in minutes which is a a big reason why people want to get up there. And that is the main reason why Damon actually needs to get up there to save somebody, basically. And save himself, too. But before that, he didn't even want to go there. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Mm -hmm. you do have some technology elements, which I really like in this. And that was some cool scenes when they were going to Elysium and then this you know, portal type place. Like it looks like a big Ferris wheel type thing in the sky. Like how the camera works done and the Mm -hmm. warping was really Mm -hmm. neat. And it just was really vibrant to discern from the dark and dirty, no lit earth, people living in slums and raggedy clothes. Right. you know, of course, tattooed people and all the cliches that come yeah. with your, th- these are the dirty, bad people. Yeah, just the, the, the poor, the lowest of the low. And there are also some very gory scenes and very well done, uh, I thought. This, uh, this movie is, was directed by the same guy that did District 9. And it, it shows. Which I found out afterwards that I was not a huge fan of District 9 because I this was. does <laughs> have one of the flavors of district nine in it yeah 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 it's that it, it you have a definite social commentary there that i actually appreciated a lot and the bad guy here is the good guy of district nine the right, yeah because we was wondering during the movie we we're like we know this guy yes that is um what's Charto his name? copley okay. and also you have this guy wagner mura he's brazilian and uh, he played Escobar, <laughs> Pablo and Escobar. And you know this Diego Narcos. Luna guy. Diego too, Luna, right? of course, he's Mexican. And uh, Jodie Foster will read. Oh, and Alice Braga also. She's also Brazilian. And she is uh, a good character. It's. I mean, I thought it was interesting because, yes, it is much of the same. But at the same time, it's a very unique story. Uh, I don't know, the way that they put everything and the healing. I mean, I liked it. I liked it, but not. I wasn't crazy about it. And you know where it's going to end up, too. It's another one that's pretty obvious to figure out because you see who's bad and who's after the money and to mm-hmm. keep Elysium only certain type of people because there is, like, you can win tickets to go up to Elysium and things uh-huh. like that. Okay, I'm done with yeah, me too. <laughs> reviewing this movie. I'm coming in with a 5.5 on this, and it's basically for technicals. 
Jodie Foster I didn't like in this movie either. I mean, the acting's fine. He just don't have a good arc, and I didn't care about him in this movie. Just the way they portrayed him and what he had to do and things like that. And it was kind of boring for a science fiction-style movie. I was like, scenes are played too long. And this is under two hours, too. Movies like this are usually like 2.20, 2.30. But it moved at a snail's pace. And I, it just wasn't interesting, really, until the final showdown, till they get on Elysium. And then it takes place there for a good 20, 25 minutes. That was pretty good there. But the 5.5 is for all technicals. What's your rate? Oh, I will say, I'm going to say avoid this. There's much better science fiction films that have same tones and notes as this I'd recommend over this movie. I think, well, to me, it's a 6.5. I enjoyed it a slight bit better <laughs> than you, I think. As I said, I do... Um, appreciate the co the social commentary in this movie, and I thought it was fine. And the special the, the special effects were great. I mean, yeah, all the visual effects were amazing, and like Elysium looks really really beautiful, and it's a, a very stark contrast with everything else. And and I think there were many CGI things that don't really look it. So I thought it was very well done. All right, moving on to the 4K. Everybody has got this on the top 10 list like months ago when they did like the 10 best so far type lists. Mm -hmm. So I was excited for that and because it's a science fiction film. I'm not a big Matt Damon fan, but I don't mind him either. It doesn't rise to demo worthy. It looks good for an older film before 4K came out, but there was some problems with it lady phantom it wasn't as bright and vibrant as a new release oh no yeah you know because it is very beautiful and very well lit on this the black levels weren't nowhere near on the level of a demo disc because mm -hmm. when they're shooting up in space to get there it's never true black in this right and we watch this on the oled that goes to true black and it never reached that level. Mm -hmm. But during the bright scenes is where this shines. A lot of HDR, a lot of vibrancy, yep. a lot of coloring, a lot of wide color gamut in effect. But when they're on Earth, which is more than half the movie, I would say, it didn't shine at all. It's dark. I mean, I didn't see any black crush or anything like that because it never went to true black to begin with. It's a lot of grays and deeper mm -hmm. grays when they're down in the city because there's not like street lights yeah, and things like it's that. It's dirty. It's glummy. Yeah, it, it's yeah. And it didn't pop anywhere and it just didn't rise to the level. Now, saying that from this being up converted to 4K off a of film, it's a solid movie and I'm giving this a B, a solid yep. right in the middle B. If this is your style film, it is worth it. Yeah, to me, it's also a, a B. Like, wanting to be a B plus, but not really mm, getting yeah, there. So, yeah, it's also Yeah, a B. so if you see any top 10 lists with this one, the best releases of uh, 2021, it's not there, but it is a good disc. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, jumping into our third review is Men in Black International. We're rounding off the Men in Black series, Lady Phantom. Yay! Neither of us had seen this movie. I had never even heard of this movie before we bought the set that had all the Men in Black movies. It's a 2019 film, and read that small summary. The Men in Black have always protected the Earth from the scum of the universe. In this new adventure, they tackle their biggest threat to date, a mole in the Men in Black organization. I think the Phantom and I are going to be completely opposite on this movie. <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> she was doing a lot of talking and giggling during it. This movie ticked the heck out of me. I hated it. Really? Yes, wow. Yes. This is a pure money grab to me to try to keep it going. And right when this movie started, I seen all different actors. I said, you better give me a couple cameos. They did not at all. Only on a picture. Yeah, it really ticked me off. This is just, you know, more in the future in England, different men in black people. <laughs> Emma Thompson is in it, and she was in Men in Black too. Yeah, well, that was the absolute worst one, so and I didn't even remember that, and we hadn't seen it that long ago. And three, Th probably. But anyway, you know, this is just another story in another country, Liam Neeson is the rip-torn character in England. And they come across the situation with a dangerous alien that wants to blow up Earth again and take control. <laughs> right. And you're a big Chris Hemsworth fan. I'm yes, not, of I course. Uh, wow. I don't like the guy at all. But outside of that, I followed the story. I watched it all. The jokes did not land for me 90% of the time. They did for you, correct? Most of the time they did, yes. And it's just hard for me to wrap around all these different characters. And they did a lot of the same things they did before. We get the little smoker guys from the first one. Uh -huh. and we get some new ones, some unique aliens that you yeah, haven't Pawnee. seen before. Yeah, the, the, there's a character called Pawnee that is voiced by Kumail Nanjani, and I absolutely loved it. But the main fault with this movie is, like I said in part two, well, I didn't say it, we got the written review, so check that out on BillShetty.com, is the jokes didn't land at all. I didn't buy them. I didn't think most of them were funny. A lot of repetition going on here. There is a twist in this one I think you didn't see coming with the, what's the thing that forgets your memory? The neuralizer. The, yeah, the neuralizer. So there was a little shocker moment in this. But, oh man, I was out of this movie fairly quick. And I'm a big Liam Neeson fan. I really like him. I thought he was fine. He was a little one-dimensional too in this, yes. I felt. Yeah. The girl, who was the girl, Lady Tessa Phantom? Thompson. And she is somebody famous? Yeah, if you've seen Annihilation. I did. And, That's uh, right, I did remember her. Uh-huh, and then also... She is one that's, that's where there's a little difference, and we can describe a little bit of that before we wrap this one up. She didn't get neuralized when she was younger, so she knows there's this government agency hush hush yeah and she's been after them ever and since. she's seeking them out she wants to join up mm -hmm. 
and there's a whole part with her i thought that was kind of interesting it was yeah. different but all with the aliens and stuff i i found it quite weak so to wrap up to this this is a tiny bit better than part two but barely way under average not interesting ruined the series to me i can't imagine there being another one of these things ever because they couldn't get them back apparently will smith and um tommy lee jones so i'm going with a three below average movie you have to buy the whole set to get this but if you come across that don't even pick it up three avoid i liked it as you know i mean because you heard me i liked it i really like chris hemsworth especially when he does comedy although i do think that he was underutilized because i know that he can do much better than this and it wasn't that great but the the little pony character, the Kumail, uh, he was just adorable. I, I loved him. It, he was so, so, so funny. To me, this is a 7 wow. out of 10. But I will not say it's a buy. It's a rent, definitely. But it's a 7, yeah. All right, into the 4K. Displeased with this somewhat. It's not demo. This is the latest one. Remember part three, we were super happy with. Yes. Look great, like really good. We were surprised actually because one and two had a lot of grain in it. This one, to me, it didn't have the grain, but what it did was really shine the fake goodness of it <laughs> i don't i don't think so i thought it was very uh, very decent there was a lot a lot a lot of digital effects in this movie yeah. with ships and some of these creatures and, and i thought they looked good did you see yeah. i thought they just highlighted how fake they were mm. especially with pawnee and some of these whipping around effects when people are getting thrown with these creatures with tentacles no this this is pretty poor this is like corman-esque to me oh, some of the wow. effects were really bad and the problem is is 4k highlighted it because it was so clear and i think it hurts a movie like this but saying that lady phantom this didn't have the best black levels either surprising for a newer release because there was some space shots in this that never got true yeah, black too true. And there was one scene up around like the sun and stuff like that when it should have been so in your face and so dark and it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were using mats, screens, computers to do it, but it just didn't rival any sort of demo worthy stuff. Sound they did change the track a little. They added some more instruments in it but nowhere near as good as the first one when it came out to me. But I'm going to go, I think it's a solid B. It's worth it. I think it's a B plus. I, I really like the, the 4K here. Anything else on the 4K? Nope. All right, let's move it on. Okay, we're going to have Lady Phantom really diving into this one and not Belshetti because this is the second Spider-Man movie I have seen against my will <laughs> spider-man far from home this is the newest one correct yes 2019 and read that sentence 
Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Okay, I'm going to get out of the way on this one, Lady Phantom. You probably heard on our finale episode in episode 100, I'm not a fan of this. I couldn't stand the jokes. They didn't land to me, the goofy nature of it. The lead kid, I did not like at all. This is more of the same, so I'm going to let Phantom revel in the description of this movie about where it goes and what you liked. <laughs> well, here we have Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker. And we see that something is going on. There's this, I don't know, the, the, there are these forces of nature that are appearing like monsters. And there's this new character that ends up being Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, who, by the way, was pitch perfect, I think. And uh, Peter really trusts him, sees him as a mentor, and things go from there. And I, don't, I won't say any more because it is very, very, very spoilery. But, I mean, I, I like that I understand why the, the jokes don't land. I get it. To me, the jokes landed at times, not every time, but many times they did, especially when Happy was involved. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I don't know, I thought there could have been a little more, I don't know, emotion, you know, because they allude to Tony Stark having died repeatedly. And it's the whole thing. I mean, like Peter is going like, well, am I the new Iron Man or, or what? And am I ready to do this job, like, to be a real Avenger or what? And it's called uh, Far From Home because it all happens in Europe. And I was glad that the teacher, the one, the, the guy that was uh, in uh, Silicon Valley, I don't remember his name right now, but he was way more in this. And I liked every time he was there. I thought it was really cool. And uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's growth, for, for Peter Parker to learn to, to see who he can trust and also to learn to trust himself, which he didn't do for a big part of the movie. And uh, as I said again, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, that guy, he is amazing in this movie. I mean, he's always amazing, but in this movie, I really liked him. And also another tidbit that I was very happy about was to see J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, because, I mean, you know he's going to be in the next movie, No Way Home, and I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> yeah, what I took away from this is Samuel L. Jackson's the leader of this corporation that controls and monitors Shield. Yes. the superheroes, and this kid is so immature, and he's always doing things, and he don't know if he can trust them, and this Tom Holland guy always is he the one is he going to be the leader and oh my god it gets so old and the jokes don't land they're not funny it's not interesting but there you have it for me all right my rating on this lady phantom is a two and these are not my style films I think everything about these don't work and I'm not gonna 
going any more negatives. What do you got? And I'm not a good one to talk to because I don't like the whole scenario first, but some of them I've liked. I just like more realistic films. These aren't it, and they're really fake. But go on. To me, it's a 7.5. It's far from one of the best movies that Marvel has done, but I think it's very cool. And it sets up a lot of things too. And also like if you see the very end, I don't remember if it's the, the post credit scene or what, but it ties into more stuff that I can't wait to see. To me, it's a 7.5 and it's a buy. All right, this disc looks great. The last one was an A minus, but this one I'm hitting a B plus, Lady Phantom. I got a feeling you're going to be demo. It's vibrant, but the problem I just can't get off of is when spidey is jumping around and moving around it's just too clear and it's too obvious it's computerly done and i just can't hit a demo for that reason because it's vibrant it's got deep blacks the colors are all around you it's exciting to watch if you're into these action type scenarios that's going on but it just makes it look too fake. So on this one, which has more action because of the Jake Gyllenhaal character and him go, there's a lot of stuff going on with him with lightning bolts and all sorts of type stuff. It just looks too fake for me to hit demo on this one. I thought the first one was a notch above this one. What do you got? B plus. A minus. A minus. Okay, I, so that's yeah. not going to hit demo. It's going to be B plus plus on yeah. the list. Yeah, I don't. And you're think happy it's, with that? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the first one was better, wasn't it? Not uh, some scenes, some others. Uh, I thought they were on par in this one, but I think it's excellent, and the black levels are great. The sound is great, and that's it. All right, moving on to our last one. Okay, wrapping up episode 101 with a request. And we were happy to get this request because it's a new universal release of an old timeless classic. And what are we talking about? The thing. Yeah, Sean Taylor requested this and I had left the message up there. I said, yeah, just be patient. We'll get to it because we were unaware this came out on 4K. So thank you, Sean. This is a good horror movie. It's not in my top 20 or 30. It'd be not my top 100, but <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> the movie. I've seen it many times. I think at one time it was on your top 30. You might have dropped at it. At some point, yeah, I dropped it. But uh, but yeah, it used but to But this be. has a lot of nostalgia for you. Yeah, I mean, I was just telling you, like when we finished watching it, that I think this is one of the movies that I fast forwarded the most because it used to be on the same Betamax uh, tape as Halloween 2 and Halloween 2 I watched to exhaustion so yeah I mean I've seen this movie a few times but I've fast forwarded it a lot and since Universal did it we were all on board because they're 90% awesome on the discs they have had a few that slipped through the cracks in my opinion that didn't rise to the their level they usually do 
but we're going to get into the 4K after. This is from 82, and what's that sentence synopsis? A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. To many, this is Carpenter's greatest movie he ever did. I can see why. It's a really intense movie at time. Practical effects, bliss in here. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, not to spoil anything down the road, but it does look a little more fake now. It doesn't hold up to the 80s. Would you say that? No. No, every one of them. Okay. To me, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the 4K is really good. And it. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Okay. Yet. Okay. 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 You got a bunch of researchers here. They just got there, I think, a week or two ago on Antarctica monitoring things. <laughs> the research scientists. And in comes this group of Norwegians. Yeah, that are shooting, shooting a, dog a dog at a dog in a helicopter. They actually, one of them gets shot by the Norwegians, and they're wondering, what are these crazy guys doing? So they end up doing research. Well, there's aliens, and they can replicate living things. Yeah, and they they came to that. I mean, the the doctor in this group. Oh of people, yeah, he was. He came to Einstein, that conclusion immediately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can. Re- if I didn't like this movie, usually when you don't like a movie, you can really nitpick them to death. So I could see somebody nitpicking this movie because it really does have a lot of faults. This yeah, movie. it's like I would be at a complete loss. And this guy with some uh, studies or some a microscope, I mean, I guess the cells... I mean, it's easy, you know, like if you see the cell that it, you put it together with another one and it starts to replicate it. I mean, two plus two is four, right? But still, it it seems like he came to this conclusion like at a, at a flash, you know, it was yeah, so, so fast. Yeah, it seems like there was a lot cut before that. It was just, okay, this is what's going on. <laughs> Enjoy. You know, and then enjoy. Yeah, and then stuff like that. I do have to mention this is a remake from the thing from another uh-huh. world from the fifties. Completely different movie, really, even though it's about the same thing. But what shines in this movie is the tenseness between the researchers. I mean, yeah. you got this alien that can take hold of a human and imitate a human and you don't know who is who and but even it's the pr- really uh-huh. the banter between you know the eight characters in this not trusting each other and not knowing yeah. who is this creature yeah because as far as i understand not even like if there is a person that is the alien at the moment they don't even know that it's them right that's and what that's i got what was really good the acting in this because they show it on their face they're like oh i'm not the alien but then you can see just by their facial expressions that they're worried like could like, i be you never <laughs> know with any of these characters who it is and god damn it lady phantom <laughs> i've seen this movie in its entirety probably 10 times and every time i forget who is the alien it doesn't 
matter when i've watched this movie now if i was to watch it tomorrow again since we just seen it i would know but like years go by between right. viewings and, of but this. then again it's not just one person so that helps there's no that. but uh, what the main story about is uh-huh. though but then there's also like i think there are way too many people you know like i <laughs> so here's the thing i've seen this movie like five times and this is the first time that I don't doze off. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, there's a lot of nostalgia in this movie for me because of, you I know, agree with you, though, Lady Phantom, where people say, oh, you can never say this movie's boring. No, there's downtime in this movie, the beginning specifically, after the dog, you wonder what. And there's other scenes when it goes 15, 20 minutes where there's really not much going on. That, and the thing with this movie, the thing, no pun intended, is that you need to pay attention every second. If not, you just get lost immediately. So then you can imagine that it didn't help before this time that I kept dozing off because I, I just kept not knowing what was going on and, and what was the alien and who was the alien and everything. This time I did pay attention. I didn't doze off at all, <laughs> which was good. And for example, there's one thing, you know, there's a scene where this dog is walking you know and he or it enters a a room and you can see the shadow of someone who turns to see the dog and then they cut and i was like okay this should give you an idea of who's going to be the next possessed quote-unquote person right but then you don't and then i was reading because of course i always read on imdb that carpenter used some guy for that scene and that ladies and gentlemen is cheating because they do that and you are looking for the person yes and you never know who it is so much the first couple times you don't even pay attention to that you just see the dog walk in and you see a shadow is all yeah so you're not like oh who was that was it the dog trainer was who you think it would be i mean yeah like i don't i don't remember this specific scene ever before this is the first oh, time I, I really saw it and paid attention to it but the point is that the silhouette that you see as a, as yeah, a shadow is very there. clear but then there's no one in the crew that looks like that yeah that's and what that you call is BS. cheating <laughs> and another thing i know that it was probably done on purpose and blah 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 but the constant cuts to black this is no tv show okay so I didn't like it. it it was like conning to black all the time and i hated that okay all right what you got here is mainly people talk about this one scene when they're checking who's the alien oh. he's got some sort of metal filament and he's dipping it in, in the blood yeah super suspenseful awesome scene and then the practical effects this creature you know bursts out of humans and has arms and spider type tentacles and gets warped faces and stuff Mm -hmm. when it's you know coming to be and things awesome awesome oh my goodness yes okay let's get to the rating because i want to spend a little time with the 4k on this um i've maintained this rating Ever since I first started podcasting, I've reviewed it on several podcasts, several of my own, in depth at times. 
And this maintains an 8.5 for me. It's an absolute buy. It's a top 100 horror film of all time. I'll put it at that. Yeah, well, this was, as I said before, the first time I watched it in its entirety without dozing off or falling asleep or anything. And I think also it's an 8.5. It was excellent. But I do not think by any means that it's Carpenter's best movie all in all or one of the best horror movies no, ever. No, not really. And to but me, it's, it's probably excellent. ludicrous to people. My best Carpenter film ever, and I think by far is not even a horror movie, is Starman. I think it's an incredible piece of work, awesome story, stellar acting, super engaging. Um, but there you have it. Let's get to the 4K because we got to discuss this one a little more because yeah. this is for Sean. Yes, I only want to say one more thing. One thing that it, it amazed me about this movie, and it's actually not about the movie, is we have seen also Wyatt Russell very recently. And I just can't believe how much he looks like his father. Oh, my God. It's his spitting image. That's it. Okay. Universal did an amazing job oh my i can't this. believe yeah, it this looks better than you ever seen the movie but it's not without faults by no means uh-huh. but they did a ton of work on this sean and everybody out there i'm just gonna say this is a must own if this is one of your favorite horror movies if you're even mildly interested in this you must get the 4k version where this movie shines is in the coloring in this the oh facial yes. textures their natural look you get this white backdrop with you know candlelight and lanterns inside and stuff like that and it just is so rich and luscious indoors with so many flamethrower and fire scenes in this Eight, unlike any yes. movie i think we've even covered there's so much flamethrowering in this movie <laughs> hdr galore yes. in this movie it's amazing i actually and this is this is the reason why i didn't doze off i was in awe yes, of how I it mean, looked man the fire in this and when they're burning the creature and this is all practical effects you know there's no digital fire here they're using flamethrowers and everything is on fire in this movie <laughs> i know and then on purpose completely on purpose all the, the alien parts they are like super brightly colored like this pinks and greens and everything and it's such a stark contrast with everything else and everything pops off the screen and the levels of black in this movie are something else yes okay before i get all googly gaga with all that i gotta get out two blaring negatives okay let me say and then you tell me if you agree go first in some dark scenes just a few grain very noticeable in a few scenes here and there yes or no well where i thought it was the worst was in the wide angle snow white scenes lady phantom yeah yeah there was these helicopter yes. scenes and when they pan to see you know their snow covered mountains and their little shack when they had the wide angles oh man it got really grainy 
and I think they couldn't tamp it down on this because they did DNR this movie. To death. They would have lost so much detail because yes. it's all white. Mm -hmm. So there is some really poor scenes, I would say. Doesn't happen. I would say it's a good five minutes of the movie at different spots. Yes, which is like in reality, it's not that much because it's just five minutes out of the movie. And there are two times, actually, it's like one scene, then something else happens and then it comes back to the same where it was really out of focus. Yes, it was, was so blurry. And it's only actually one scene, but divided in two or something. It's like they are focusing on something. I caught three. There was another scene. It wasn't as prevalent as mm -hmm. that. But as you've heard us exclaim before on these older film shot movies, if they didn't have tight focus on something on 4K, it shines like a sore thumb. Like you just oh, see yes. how fuzzy it is or out of focus. And that's the camera guy's fault, whoever was handling that, because it was a fault at the time. It wasn't near as noticeable back then. Now it is. Yeah, because it's like you are seeing something and everything is like so much focus. And then you go to this scene where they are focusing on something but the rest of the scene, which is 90% of the screen, is blurry. And it's Yeah, so and it's faces, too. I know, We're everything. not talking about just objects. We're talking about characters that are making facial reactions that you really can't even make out. Exactly. But they were focusing on one little part of the screen somewhere, whatever. And then everything else is blurry, and it doesn't work. That, those two that, that I saw, those two scenes, like, it doesn't work. The rest of the disc is spotless like i i cannot even say it's so beautiful okay this did get a dolby atmos for the first time and it definitely sounds oh fuller they did yes. some reproduction i mean this ain't no demo sounding disc no but you but do it sounds so much better from yes. what you're used to watching this before it's head and shoulders above it because yes. they boosted the frequencies and it feels fuller and more modern Yes, yeah, so much surround, like the the over the speakers. screeching. Oh, uh. this one scene when the the guy is out in the snow by himself and he just looks up with his mouth open. The sound that the alien makes is ooh, it's piercing. I know it's it's amazing, and it's a freaky scene. <laughs> yeah, that to too. <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I I can't say how much. I I don't know. Universal did such an excellent job yes yeah, so sean big thumbs up do not hesitate in buying it with the grade as great as it is and i'm curious what phantom's going to come in i can't go higher than b minus but this is so worth it just those blaringly bad grainy snowy scenes lady phantom and the out of focus i can't raise it any higher than that but it's a great disc it looks really good you can tell it's a dated movie still this isn't no 2001 a space odyssey disc by no means but you have never seen this movie so rich and hdr pop oh my god flamethrowers and snow wow it just is pleasing to the eyes just oh, like so you, much, you're yeah. just in awe watching all these fire scenes with this great contrast ratio on this movie yeah i i wish i could give it a demo worthy score 
but I can't because yeah, that blurriness was just <laughs> painful. But I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'm I happy with it. that. I That'll this. make our average a B. I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah, I I just love this. Disc. I will be expecting people having this on their top ten list and ignoring the faults of the disc. It's not a demo disc. But you've never seen this movie. I can't reiterate that enough. If you know this movie, if you've you know seen it a couple times, this is going to feel like a new movie to you. Yes. I mean, there are so, so many scenes. But that scenes. doesn't make it demo worthy. Yeah. There are so many scenes, like the, the majority of the scenes in this movie, that look like they could have been filmed yesterday. It's amazing. But then there are those scenes that aren't. And they do, and they do stick out like a sore thumb. Yes, they do, and it hurts because there is several wide-angle snow scenes, and yes. every time they went to that, they just couldn't DNR. I think it would have lost all the ridges and yeah. the mounds of snow and everything, so they yes. couldn't smooth it over. It would have lost all that detail. Yeah, but but whew, it's a great. But detail. Sean, don't hesitate. We hope you enjoyed episode 101. We're going to be doing this whenever. It'll probably be months in between each one. So stay subscribed to Lady Phantom and Bill Shetty on Movies in 4K. It's not going anywhere. We have seen other 4K movies, but not on disc. Uh -huh. We've seen some streaming, but that's all we've seen since our last episode. And once we hit another five you will be getting another release. Yep. So get us out, Lady Phantom. Thanks for listening, everyone. And just remain subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, exciting. Let's lead out with some thing music. Catch you on the next one.